Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. If you've listened to the Yoga Girl podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about TransferWise, a cheaper, faster way for people and businesses to send money internationally. But there's something unique about TransferWise that I haven't highlighted before, and that's their empathic approach. The team at TransferWise always treats you with respect and understanding. Maybe the best example of this is TransferWise's price comparison tool. By simply clicking compare price on the homepage, you'll instantly be able to see if TransferWise is the cheapest option for you to transfer. If it's not, they'll make sure to tell you what actually is. Super truthful and honest. I love that. You can always get connected with a real life person if you need help or if you have questions. And what's more, they actually listen to customer feedback. When customers said they wished they could convert different currencies on their own, TransferWise spent a long time developing their multi-currency account. It lets you hold over 40 different currencies and convert between them whenever you like. Over 5 million people are already saving with TransferWise. Last time you heard this message, it was 4 million, so you know they're doing something right. Want to see for yourself what makes TransferWise different? Well, test them out for free at transferwise.com yoga or download the app. That's transferwise.com yoga. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. I am currently sitting in my guest bedroom in front of me. You can already hear him breathing into the mic. <laughs> Is my husband and baby daddy, Dennis Schoenevelt. You can really hear me breathing. Yeah, I oh. can hear you breathing. Oh, hello. <laughs> You're a heavy breather. Maybe. I think the volume might be a little high. I, we'll find out. <laughs> How are you feeling? It's been a while since you were on the show. Yeah. Um, last time was in Bogota, I think. Yeah, in front of the fire. Yep. Drinking some whiskey or something. What did no, we do? No, you weren't drinking whiskey. No, I thought we had like a cozy... Oh, no, that was later. It was a cozy thing, but I I don't think... It was a champ... I don't know. <laughs> we went to Bogota for 24 hours to renew my passport, and it was it was really cozy. We recorded in front of the fire. I cannot, like, I can't, I can't remember what we spoke about then. You are, as always, the most requested person to come on this show. Hmm. And when I think about that, I'm always like, what is it? <laughs> but I think I'm just used to you, and I think, like, I'm used to you being really funny and your sense of humor, and it's just normal every day. But I think for people who don't know you, they just see, like, a little bit of your presence in social media. I think they get pleasantly surprised with how... Oh, thank you. Yeah? Don't you think so? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> and what does okay mean? Okay means better than bad. But not great? 
okay. Yeah, just okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, training a little bit right now? I started back uh, since last week. I didn't do much this week though, so I don't know. I feel like you haven't trained for Ironman in a in a long time. No, I haven't. But when is the next one you have coming up? A full one? Well, I don't know. Whichever, whichever one. Half one in the middle of our tour and a full one uh, on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Okay, in the middle of our tour. Let's talk about that. So we have a, a very exciting announcement. If you didn't know already, we are coming to the US for a big book tour. Place near you. Coming soon to a place near you, Dennis and Rachel. I kind of feel like you should take over this touring stuff, and you should, you should like be on stage. You should teach the classes. You should, you know. Well, who will take care of the baby? I I'll take care of the baby. I, I don't can, think it works like that. I can be behind the scenes <laughs> and just introduce you. <laughs> yeah, we can try, but I'm pretty sure we're setting ourselves up for failure. No, I think it would be really awesome. So if you didn't know, we are doing a book tour. Uh, the first week, so the launch of my book, my book is coming out September 17th to Love and Let Go will be out everywhere. And to celebrate this, we have a huge launch week, a big tour week from the 17th till the 22nd of September. We're going to be in, let me make sure oh, I get this. Oh, it's the 22nd? Oh, then it's after the tour. <laughs> Well, the, the you tour see, it doesn't even. The tour continues. Okay, Iron. I don't know why Iron Man is a part of this book tour, but we have the launch week where we have every day a new city. Yeah. On a new state, every day for a whole week, and then we have like a few days break, and then the next weekend, and every weekend we have a an event somewhere for all of October, pretty much. Yes. That that's the plan. Correct. Correct. But we are going to be in New Jersey in two places. We're going to be in Boston. Boston, Texas, and then Austin, Boston. Massachusetts. <laughs> We're going to be in Boston, Massachusetts, and Austin, Texas. Okay. We, we, can go to, we can go to Boston, Texas, and Austin, Massachusetts also if you want. <laughs> and then we're going to be in Connecticut. We're going to do Chicago, Miami, LA, and biggest of all is we have a huge event coming up in New York City. That's true. That's true. I am... I'm really, really, really excited about this event. So if you're in the New York area, September 21st, we are going to have a live podcast event, like a really big evening event starts at eight o'clock where we do this podcast live on stage, taking questions from the audience. We're going to do a lot of journaling and some meditating on how we can overcome our own struggles or challenges or heartaches that we're moving through in our lives. And I'll do some reading from the book, but mainly it's going to be like a big circle that we hold in Luna Shala, except it's going to happen in New York City. Do so. you bring your math? No, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a seated event, but we're going to have a little bit of movement, but mostly on the inside. So if you're looking to manifest a big dream, but you know you have some baggage that weighs on you from your past, something you know you want to overcome or release or move through, if you have big questions about life that you want answered, if you're moving through anything heavy and you want to be surrounded by people who know what that feels like, if you want to be reminded of the fact that you are not alone, come to this event, come hug us in person. Dennis gives really good hugs, except he's very tall. So, <laughs> but you guys, was there rumors or is it true? Like, am I going to be on stage or no? Yeah, Dennis is going to. So I'm trying to convince Dennis to moderate the event. You know, do you know what that what Dennis? What does a moderator do? That's the person with the mic. It says, "Hello, this is Yoga Girl." <laughs> exactly. Bye. 
that's it that's it can you wear a tuxedo or something like really if, fancy if people ask me to wear a tuxedo i will wear the tuxedo <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> it all depends on the audience how bad you guys want me to wear a tuxedo can everybody please go to dennis from salad on instagram and nag him to put on a tuxedo <laughs> i had this dream like this should be a cozy intimate kind of like pajama party thing but it's gonna be a regular event you guys can wear whatever you want um it, but dennis i think should go above and beyond and wear a tuxedo it's all up to the audience <laughs> if they say but hey i have a legit question okay if you're going to be doing journaling and talking about feelings and making people feel good mm-hmm. how would it work with me being sarcastic next to you on stage <laughs> i think i think that's a new combination that we haven't tried before. people are going to get upset with me <laughs> Well, we, the, the evening is structured in three pieces. Yeah. So we have the intro where I'm going to talk about the book, what brought me to this place of, of writing the book, everything we've been through. And then the second piece is going to be interactive where everyone in the audience gets to work on their own stuff. So it's not just coming. It's not like a talk where you come and listen to a talk and then you go home, but you get to actually connect with people around you. You get to ask, ask your own questions and really dig deep into where what you're looking to heal on the inside. And And then I have to be quiet. (laughs) Then you have to be quiet. (laughs) The thing about you is you are so sarcastic and cynical about everything. But then once you're in the midst of something emotional, you are the most emotional person in the room. I do cry a lot. Yeah. You do cry a lot. Sometimes even contemplating a hard question, you get really emotional. You were emotional today. When? In the office. That was yesterday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yesterday (laughs) in the office. Yeah. And then like, I feel like we fluctuate between that a lot but so we need you need to always be able to get back to present moment you know keep things light and then we can go deep the way we do uh, the way we do at island yoga oh okay so everyone if you're listening join me and dennis it's going to be at town hall september 21st 8 p.m doors open at 7 and the tickets are live today so the day this podcast is out friday morning tickets (laughs) are live come see us it's a black tie optional (laughs) black tie optional what is it called when it's like when you have to wear a tuxedo what's the formal name you're asking the wrong person yeah dude you what are you gonna wear you 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 can't wear flip-flops in on like with a tuxedo i have shoes you have skate shoes i have running shoes and running shoes my skate shoes are kind of you can wear your biking shoes that you plug in to the bike (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna fall I don't know if you guys, anyone it's here like who's married shoe. to an Iron Man or who knows someone or maybe who, I keep thinking, it's almost like it's it's yoga people against triathletes. <laughs> I keep forgetting that there's a ton of people on this show who actually do both. Do both. Or who, marry the other one. Or Yeah, but or who actually bike and who, like I have this aversion to biking because of, I think Iron Man is a lot of work for me. Yeah. Ir- Iron Man is a lot of work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess people would say that. <laughs> On the side. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> For you, it's easy. Yeah? You're just biking 100 miles. Oh, no. When and... it's happening, I suffer a lot. <laughs> I, I suffer too. Okay. I think wives or spouses of Iron Man's men. Iron Men? You say the plural of Iron Man is Iron Men? I don't know. <laughs> you should know. Iron Many. I- <laughs> <laughs> 
Byron Many. Oh my God, we should make a shirt for that. That's really good. But anyway, every, everybody suffers around an Iron Man. Like that's just the thing. It's true. It's I true. honestly think that sometimes it's harder to stand up, uh, you know, on the sides waiting for mm. 14 hours than to actually do it. For the for the spouses that actually stand on the side I for 14 think hours. So. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, wouldn't be able to stand there for 14 hours and wait. Yeah, but I don't stand there for 14 hours. I'm not that kind of wife. If you look for someone better than me, you can find you can stand there for eight hours because usually the people that are really good they finish in eight hours. So as a courtesy to me, you should speed up. I can up. save you. Well, you should work a little harder. Maybe. Yeah, to save me the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you are doing the wait. Let's get back to the book tour because that's where we were, and then we can get back on Iron Man. So. For anyone who wants to join us in any of these places, you can go to toloveandletgo.com and all the events are there, right? So do you know what we're doing for this for this week? No. No. Do you remember the last book tour we did? Yeah. So tell me about that. It was tour. fun. <laughs> you're, you're such a wordsmith. I know. Men of many words. Um, I don't know. It it was fun. We had it. I'm looking so much forward to it because your mom is going to be on the island taking care of our kid. We're going to be traveling alone for the first time in three years, like actually traveling, not going to Bogota for 20 hours. But actually, I don't know. It's going to be I'm looking very much forward to it. You are listening to the Yoga Girl podcast conversations from the heart. Hiring is challenging. Trust me, I know. Running different businesses in different places around the world makes it especially hard for me. But for any business, there's one place you can go where hiring is made simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com yoga. ZipRecruiter sends your job posting to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. A few simple clicks and you're all done. ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and then they invite them to apply to your job. This has changed everything. So now you can be sure qualified people will actually see your posting. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never ever miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through the site within the very first day. Get people you trust in less time so you can focus on more important things like actually running your business. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash yoga. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Y-O-G-A. ZipRecruiter.com slash yoga. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Someone asked you today at the studio like, Oh, Dennis, like, is it going to be hard to go on the tour? And you were like, I get to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked. Yeah, it's like we get to have a, it's kind of like back in the days. Should we no. bring Ringo just to like no. really? Hell no. <laughs> just to 
really to make really it fuck with our head <laughs> to really make it like how it used to be to really get the stress of flying with him you then is legitimately thinks it's harder to fly with ringo than with the child yes Dude, you are insane you're out of your mind to, to fly with a child is not illegal to fly with a dog it's illegal <laughs> it's not illegal we legalize it it's not well, illegal i don't know i don't know where till your a, stress is so high my stress level with the baby it's like unbelievable and your stress level with ringo who literally pees and poops at the airport goes in his little carrier which he wouldn't even fit in anymore because he got <laughs> so fat but goes in his little carrier we close the close the carrier and then we and sneak then, the carrier onto the plane and then we sneak the carrier on the plane <laughs> not anymore we used to but and then like we would go on a 16 hour trip like go to sweden and then somewhere halfway through i would poke my fingers in there or i would open it like two inches and then his little nose would come out sniffing like <laughs> and then he would go back down and then we opened the carrier in sweden and he's stoked like he's the easiest travel buddy of until all time. the last time when he had a diarrhea on a except plane except for that one time <laughs> i feel like this is gonna bite me it, in the ass yeah. forever <laughs> if a kid if a baby has a diarrhea on a plane there's no problem if a dog has a diarrhea on a plane it's on the news <laughs> for everyone listening i'm assuming you have heard what did we name that podcast the flight the, from hell yeah the worst flight ever we named it the flight from hell or something like that. It is one of the top five most listened to <laughs> podcasts of all time, which is insane. But it's just a story of how how the child and the dog had... Pro- is it projectile diarrhea? Is that a word? It's, I don't know. It was just all over the plane. Anyway, yes. Yeah. A long, long story short, I went with a poop dog with a poop blanket <laughs> into the bathroom, came back out without he my socks and shoes on. <laughs> Because it got really nasty in there. <laughs> That's like the highlight of my life. I mean, now it's really funny. It was really awful at the time. But anyway, that after that, Ringo's banned from traveling. He doesn't even sleep in our room anymore. He doesn't even want to sleep with us anymore. You banned him from our room. Well, we I had a really, really, really hard week right around yoga teacher training where... He just, he was insane. He's like going under the covers, out of the covers, under the covers, out of the covers. And you don't wake up when that happens. But I was waking up once an hour with the dog. And I'm like, I have a toddler keeping me awake. Why am I unable to sleep because of the dog? So I like, Ringo, you have to sleep in the kitchen now. I love you, but I need a week to sleep. And then he like, I don't know if it was from resentment. He He enjoyed his own space. I don't know if he's just feels he like he's runs banished. To his ba- he goes to his bed in the corner. Yeah, it's weird. And then we call him to come into the room it. and he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come in anymore. It's the best thing ever. No, but I feel like <laughs> I, I hurt him. I don't know. I'm really concerned that he doesn't know that I love him anymore. You know, he's 48 years old in human years. He's not 48 years old in human years. He's That's five. That's what that DNA doc thing said. Yeah. Okay, so we did this DNA test with Ringo as a part of, they were, they, they came on as a podcast sponsor. And I was like, hell yes, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what's up with Ringo's ancestry. And the answer, we, we kind of knew most of the answers. It was pretty cool. But he old. He Yeah. And, and I thought I thought a dog year was seven years of a human year, human life. Yeah. So that means he's five, five times seven. He should be 35. Dude. he's six no he's five we're five years married we got him when we got engaged no he's six he's not six he's six 2013 I'm gonna cry. right after hawaii no 
Oh my god, okay. Well, he needs to come back in the room anyway. Anyway, so you won't travel with Ringo anymore after he sort of minor inconvenience of pooping all over the Maybe plane. it's a midlife crisis. <laughs> he's having a midlife crisis? Yeah. I think he's having a baby crisis. You know, like Lea Luna, she chases him around the house now because she wants kisses from him. And then when he doesn't want to kiss her, she holds his head and like, Ringo, kiss, kiss, Ringo, kiss. I think maybe he's having a hard, he's having some hard days. You know? yeah, he's too old for that shit. <laughs> he needs, he's not old. He's a baby. Okay, but Ringo's not coming on the tour. No. It's just you and me. Yep. Last time it was 2015, 2016, 2015, I think. I don't know. I don't know. No, it was a while ago. But then we had 27 stops and I think now we have 10 or something, 12. So it's not going to be as bad. And now we're just, we're going on weekends. We get to go home a little bit in between. I don't think it's going to be as hectic. It's not three months. Let's put it like that. It's not over 27 stops (laughs) over two months or whatever insanity we had before. But we're leaving the baby home for the first week, which is nice for you. You just want to sit in hotel bars drinking old fashions. I just don't want to be locked down from (laughs) 6 to 7.30 because I have to put a baby down. Too bad it would be nice for someone else to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it will be nice. Well, I'm excited. We're going to have a ton of book signings and not every city, but a couple of the cities. We have really big yoga classes where you can come practice yoga with us. I don't know. I was really at at the beginning of the year when I finished the book, I was really worried about the fact that this was going to be maybe stressful or hectic or I don't know, because it's it's been kind of an in- intense year for us. But now I feel, no, piece of cake, hmm. right? We'll find out. <laughs> or we'll find out. I'm most excited for you to wear your tuxedo. And I think you should go on Google and you should Google moderate event and then just see what Google tells you. Moderator. <laughs> you, it's like you're the MC. Oh, Master of Ceremony, you see. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants. Okay, so you can you can make up all these jokes to go out on stage in your tuxedo. We can print you like little cards, like a, tele, like a TV read. show I'm host. Blind. What? I'm blind, I won't be able to read it. <laughs> you can, no, okay, we have to do something about your eyes. We have to go look at my eyes again. Yeah, that's really important. Has anybody out there done a LASIK surgery that then like got fucked up? I don't know. I feel like it's not normal to do a LASIK surgery and then five years later you can't see. Yeah, I think they, screw, they, I think they screwed it up. So Dennis did this, this LASIK eye surgery, which is supposed to be a super easy thing, in and out, same thing for everyone, whatever. But uh, yeah, you should tell it because it's yeah, mid up. Mid LASIK surgery on the right eye, which was my dominant better eye. They open it and then usually it's like 10 seconds of like you smell like burn and then they close it back up. But they opened it, did the 10 second of burn. Then someone ran in and talked to the doctor. (laughs) Then they and that person with my flap open came back out. Don't say flap. Don't say flap. And then after like what felt like was 20 minutes was probably like three or four minutes. But it felt forever because I was just laying there. (laughs) With your flap open. With the flap of my eye open, my, my eyes like paralyzed, jammed open on my right eye. And then they came back. It's like, oh, uh, we have to readjust something. And then they did the 10 seconds of again. I smelled like burn and they closed it. And then I felt my right eye was never as as good again. All of a sudden, my left <laughs> no eye became shit. my dominant eye. No fucking shit. <laughs> this is insane. I, I, I don't know. Maybe also, I don't know where you got this 
like, Koreatown, LA. Koreatown, LA. <laughs> Which you had, have the best surgeons on the whole world. Steady yeah, but hands. You did it, steady hands, but you didn't have a referral from anyone. Yelp. <laughs> they had the highest Yelp review in the whole like area. Oh my God. Wait, you never told me this. Your brother helped me find him. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And they were affordable. You do not search <laughs> surgeons on Yelp. You know what kind of crazy people write Yelp reviews? Not surgeons. Not surgeons. Exactly. People get weird people. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I would be a really good Yelp reviewer. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could I could like make a hobby out of that. I didn't go really deep, like TripAdvisor deep, but I thought <laughs> Yelp was good enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe a word of advice for anyone listening. If you're looking to do surgery of any kind, Yelp probably isn't the way to go. I don't know. I was just unlucky. You think so? But if someone knows a good eye surgeon, I remember it kind of sketchy. Like I remember the, the the reception. Like the whole building was was on. It was weird. No. Yeah, yeah. And then the reception had like those kind of chairs that were welded to the floor. No, you're crazy. No, I I just remember like I can't believe you're doing the surgery. It was. Here. It was. <laughs> and then afterward, you were all like, "Were you groggy?" They gave you like a value. Yeah, or something? I was. I was very groggy. You were groggy. And then you just put me in an uber without being able to see and you and your brother went to a, a comedy show and i was blind walking myself over to the hotel room if you guys are wondering what kind of wife i have for all those people telling me hey, i'm really lucky hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we agreed on this beforehand okay you knew that walking into the surgery that you had to get an uber home like that was it we had one night in la we had amazing comedy what was it comedy central no i wasn't there oh wait i'm blanking on this guy's name oh he's a very famous comedian we had tickets since prior and the dentist is like i'm gonna go do this surgery and i'm like <laughs> you have to get yourself home because i'm gonna go see this comedy <laughs> show with my brother <laughs> You were fine. You made it. I You're made here today. It. It's it's a few years later. You're just blind on one eye. Yeah, I just have a wonky right eye. <laughs> Everything worked out. We, I like to think it happened in the Uber on my way home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> stop, stop spouse guilting me. Oh, man. You are listening to The Yoga Girl Podcast. Conversations from the heart. If it's not obvious by now, I love cooking and baking. Basically anything in the kitchen I just adore. One of my favorite things about it is sharing my recipes with you. My very first book was full of recipes and I swear one day I'm going to write a real cookbook full of recipes too. Until then I'll be exploring the kitchen with Luna helping me to cook and Dennis there to try all the food that I make. This past weekend, I shared on Instagram story how to make a delicious lentil and walnut bolognese sauce. It's 100% vegan and gluten-free, and it's the best ever sauce to pour over your pasta or rice noodles. The recipe calls for onion, pepper, celery, carrots, garlic, a can of tomatoes, walnuts, spices, and of course, Bob's Red Mill red lentils. That really is the key ingredient. Red lentils are great because they cook super quickly in the sauce that you're making. They have a slightly sweet flavor and most important of all for me, they are packed full of nutritional benefits. They are rich in fiber and contain a steak's worth of protein. Not to mention they're packed with folate, iron, phosphorus, magnesium, zinc, and potassium too. 
Bob's Red Mill lentils are sourced from Washington and Idaho, where the very best lentils in the world are grown. Besides actually growing them yourself, this is where you'll get the freshest lentils possible. It's even nicknamed the land of lentils. I love pairing my lentil and walnut bolognese pasta with an awesome glass of red wine. For adults and for kids, it goes great with some plant-based milk. It's a satisfying, healthy, protein-packed, and comforting meal that my whole family loves. Thank you, Bob's Red Mill, for all the inspiration and delicious dinners every single night. Head over to bobsredmill.com slash yoga girl right now to check out their awesome products and enter for a chance to win some really fun Bob's Red Mill goodies. One winner will be selected by random selection each month. I'm kind of wondering how, like what kind of genetics Lea Luna has. You think she's going to have good eyesight? I really hope so. Because I have re- like I have 20-20 vision, but my dad had, he had LASIK back when like, I think 93 or something where you had to do one eye and then you had to wear a pirate patch on that eye for like three weeks and then you came back the next month and you did the other eye but he has his phone on magnifying mode. <laughs> but he's also old okay i mean not old i mean he's he's he, he refuses to say okay i know he doesn't listen to this podcast so dad don't get pissed but like i mean a few years ago he was like showing me something on his phone and then he had all oh, and I didn't even know that this was an option on an iPhone. <laughs> this was like a while ago. And he had all the si- like the size of the text that shows up in the phone was so magnified that you can only read like one sentence at a time fit in the screen. And I was like, Dad, what's wrong with your iPhone? He's like, what do you mean? It, it comes like this from the iStore, <laughs> from the Apple Store. And I was like, dude, it so does not come like this. Maybe you need glasses. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, my eyesight is perfect. It's, it's, been, it's been perfect all my life. And I'm like, yeah, since this eye surgery you had in the 90s, he definitely can't see so well anymore, but he doesn't in want to In his defense, know. though, if he did this magnifying thing maybe five or six years ago and every time he gets a new phone, it's just automatically updates the new phone into the old system into the old yeah, yeah but at some point he realized he can't see the letters on the phone so yeah. he has to supersize them a little bit there's no shame in that like it's totally normal to grow older and for our eyesight to worsen as we there. age dennis is almost there already i just think anyone who's met my dad like it wasn't that long ago i think i was like graduating high school i don't know 10 years ago and he showed up wearing wearing like these these low cut like hanging diesel jeans with a chain wow. <laughs> off the hip and i was like what the fuck are you wearing you look like 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 this is what like a skater kid would wear or something like, you could see his underwear and then this chain was like hanging off he's like what the guy in the store said that this totally fit me <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. yeah he's 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 awesome my dad he's coming with us to iron man did he did he say yes? Yes, uh, Cozumel, uh, Co- Cozumel, Mexico. We should probably tell our roommates. Yeah, maybe there's someone listening here who is in Cozumel area. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we need some advice on how to get there and stuff. Oh, I know how to get there. I feel like you're making it very complicated. It is very complicated. But I don't think it should be complicated. If we don't have to get into logistics <laughs> now. But if we rent a car on the mainland and then we take the car onto the island, it is very complicated. Okay. I love this podcast because we could basically just like have a, like we could like bitch about our day and like talk about stuff. And I know there's people there relating to this right (laughs) now. But how do you feel about the, about the child right now? Which one? (laughs) We only have one child. Ringo? No, the other one, the blonde, really loud one. Leia Luna. Yeah, that's the one. I like her. 
You like her? We hang. She can stay. Yeah. Are we? We were we kicking her out? <laughs> no, just like I like her. She's yeah. She's fine. She we we were buddies. Your buddies, of course, your buddies. But what's it like being a dad right now? I don't know how it was the last podcast. I think it's good. We had one bad nap like yesterday or the day before yesterday, but uh, she's. I think she's awesome. What's the best part about being a dad? Uh, getting to teach her all different new stuff. She's getting, she's too young still, but she's getting to an age where I can do sports with her, do hobbies with her, take her to do her own things. Why are you forcing your sports on the child? Oh yeah, I got a comment <laughs> like that. Someone told me that I shouldn't force her to do my stuff when we took her to tennis, but I don't even play tennis. Like, <laughs> the thing I is, I play beach tennis, which is completely different. <laughs> but I, I was share, sharing on Instagram story little clips clips of you so no. basically like dennis has a friend who works at the racket club and he was like how young can you put a kid to tennis lessons he's like i don't know bring her by now and we'll like we'll try it out yeah you know? i was gonna say and we'll kick the ball around but that's not how you play <laughs> tennis what do you that's why you're not bringing that's her why to sports. i'm not the one introducing her to do sports so we brought her there and then i was sharing little video snippets of you like you know, bouncing the ball in and hitting the ball with a racket. That's how you do it. And then a lot of people wrote me like, is Dennis one of those guys that's just really good at all the sports? And that's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, you, you could at any point with anyone be like, you want to play tennis? You'd be like, okay. And you'd go yeah, play some tennis. I could, I could play tennis. That is not the case for me. You could like, I don't know, any sport. Like you want to go play soccer? You play soccer. You want to go probably, I don't know how you would do with like hockey. Have you ever I, been on I, skates? Yeah. I you used have? to do ice skates. I used to do inline skating too. I used to play street hockey when I was Wait. like 12 years old. Wait, what? Yeah. I've never heard this. That, what? Street hockey was really popular for like a what year in Aruba. What is street hockey? It's like what you do on the ice, but with rollerblades on a parking lot. <laughs> and you get hurt like... Wait. You get really hurt. Is this an Aruban thing? And like no, no one will know what this is? Or is this a legitimate just thing? Just Google street hockey. Wait, I'm that, Google that, right that shit is no joke. Street hockey. Yeah. Okay. And? It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but what about like, have but, uh, you ever been on? Oh my God, it is a thing. Google is telling me it is. There's pictures. Of, <laughs> why are these kids wearing like full hockey gear, but they're in the but sun? That's outside. the thing. We didn't wear full hockey gear. We had a stick and, bl and blades, as the cool kids would say. it. Blades. And then no protection. <laughs> like you would break your shit, open your skin on the asphalt. It was fun. Oh, my God. Okay. But have you ever been on like ice skates? Yeah, but not with hockey sticks. No. Okay, I've, but, I, I've, but I could imagine you, like you would try it a few times and then you would be really good at it. Maybe. I'm getting to that age where it doesn't come that easy anymore. Yeah. It sucks. Let's talk about that. Yeah. That was another Gr emotional moment from last week. Getting gray hair. <laughs> All my years of traveling with Ringo, I'm getting bald in the one spot. <laughs> coming but all the all the times you were left in an uber to take yourself home by the wife blind. Blind. another blind uh, bald spot <laughs> but seriously so this is a, an interesting thing we had a, a girl approached me in the uh, at island yoga like a couple of weeks ago she had written me on instagram like i have something for you if you're at the studio can i give it to you and i said sure she said you're gonna think it's weird but just roll with it and i was like okay and then this girl was there, a totally normal girl. She hands me a, a, a sheet of paper and she was like, okay, so I have this thing where I kind of, I get 
information downloaded about the future. And it's weird, but I just, I have to give you this. I'm sorry. You can contact me <laughs> if, if, you, if you have any questions. And I was like, okay. And then I, I open it up in my office and it's a sheet of paper with really specific details about our future. But this was a while back. This was a while back, like you two months ago. You didn't talk about this yet? No. Oh, I really? No, I, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, didn't think of it in the show. It was really specific. So it said, for instance, that you and I are going to conceive baby number two uh, in April of 2020. It's going to be a boy. Pregnancy will be easier. Uh, the belly will be rounder. It was really weirdly specific. It said exactly when the baby would be born. And then it said, Lea Luna is going to have a left ear ear infection on this month, that year. Uh, super specific stuff. And then for you, it was really work specific. It said, uh, Dennis is going to go into sports management of some kind and maybe business consulting. And you're going to have like a shift of career in some shape or form. And all this stuff was, of course, weirdly specific. But I kind of had this feeling of like, ah, oh, because the the sports consulting thing is like something you're kind of already doing. Yeah, I yeah. kind of got into it. Was it after or before we heard <laughs> You were already doing it. You people just started. don't know. Yeah, no. people don't know that I'm in it. Yeah, but tell us a little bit about that because you haven't shared any of that ever. Yeah, no one really knows. Uh, on the island, people know, I guess. Me and my uh, like five other friends from uh, indoor soccer that we've, we've been, I've been playing indoor soccer for a bunch of years on and off. And uh, one of the guys has their own soccer team or was in a soccer team and that soccer team kind of fell apart. Long story short, we took it over we voted or we made a an election they voted us in so now we're the the board of director of a like an official league soccer team on the island and uh, it's just really weird it's really weird <laughs> it's very much fun but it's you like, were voted in on the board unanimously yeah yeah all like there was 20 people voting i got 20 votes it was only was amazing yeah it was really fun it was really nice it was like a I don't know, like, I don't know if it's an acknowledgement or it was like a, yeah, yeah. being being liked, I being guess. Being recognized. Being recognized, there you yeah. go. So all of a sudden I find myself at the Ruba Chambers of Commerce for this <laughs> sports team, going to this league board and renting out stadiums for this club to be able to practice. We're hiring uh, coaches you know it's and how you said it to me you were like hey babes i have uh, uh this weekend like two extra nights where i'm gonna be gone it's just i have to save this soccer team so i have to step in and and play soccer in the league and i was like okay so, like it's just two nights this was me this was may <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's on the board of directors like managing this official with yeah with five close team. friends yeah but it's crazy and then you went from so in the beginning, you were really, you're still playing, but it was like there was not enough players. That's how you save the team. Yeah, there was not enough players. If the team loses by default, meaning that there is not enough players showing up to the official matches, this team will get banned for two years and get a fine. So we were like, okay, let's play. Let's just, it doesn't matter how bad we lose. We'll just go on the pitch and play to make sure we save this team. And we saved the team, but we got so, so <laughs> much into it that now we have 40 players. <laughs> And the team is actually pretty good, so I'm probably not going to be ever playing again. <laughs> but this is so sad because last week Dennis came home from soccer and all sad. Like, really, you were really sad. Yeah, it's a humbling experience. Yeah, and I was it's... like, what's going on? It's like, I don't know. I, I wanted to save this team, and now the team is getting too good for me to play. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of legit players Yeah, now. we have legit players, and it's just, 
I don't know. I think I was sad because I'm good, at, like you said, I'm good at all the sports I ever went into. And this, I feel I'm not as good. And it's a little, it's a little bit, it's hard to take when I'm not like above average in something, especially sports. And why is that? I don't know. Something I'm trying to find out. Yeah. But I think also you, you're, not, you're used to being good at things, just doing them. Like almost right away, you can figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you've been playing a ton of soccer and working not up, on the big know. fields no not on no. the main pitch but it's okay i'll i'll figure it out in two years i'm 35 so i can join the, the veteran side <laughs> of the club like and the i'm sure i'll get at the senior team i'll get a lot of minutes there <laughs> wait why is there a from 35 you can join the senior team oh yeah that's soccer so players retire what? with 30 years <coughs> but that that's but that's kind of sad why I, I get to know. play. We have fun. Yeah, that's Drink the beers point. after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm really proud of you for what you created with this team. We created. Yeah, but the you, team. I was saying you as like, you're a big driving force behind it. But you were already doing that then. And then this girl was like, Dennis is going to go into sports management <laughs> of some sort. And I was like, that's so weird because no one knew that at all. Yeah. So do you think the other stuff is going to come true too? Maybe. Yeah, but now it's like we know it's said that we would conceive a baby in April 2020. So, so we do it in March to show her wrong. <laughs> Prove her point. But don't you think it happens like you have that kind of plugged in the back of your mind a little bit? I mean, that's kind of how seeds are planted, not that kind of seed. I can plant a seed right then, now and we can prove her fuck, wrong. I walked right into that one. <laughs> into that one. But do you want to have another baby? Yeah. How bad? pretty bad how bad like scale of like one to ten one to ten i would say an eight and a half nine really now more than later yeah like i don't want leia and popito to be (laughs) that's a male version of poppy (laughs) popito that's like (laughs) but it can be poppy and papi no that's not okay (laughs) oh why not why not in Latin papito. American cu- we can do papi- culture papito. you call your little kid papi I call cute. all my friends papa yeah <laughs> but pa- papa is different than papi it's really cute yeah poppy and papi I love it you nailed it <laughs> but don't you feel like we're at some points already very overwhelmed with our lives yeah we are so how the fuck would you throw a newborn into that equation I have no clue but I just know that three years already is like a lot of years in between I feel yeah but then we cap it. Yeah. We <laughs> chop. Chop, chop, snip, snip. <laughs> chop, chop, snip, snip. Oh, my God. No, yeah, I don't know. I kind of... Wasn't like, that our last podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, we spoke about having a baby. Yeah. Every podcast, people ask us constantly. I took some questions off of social media. The top first 20 questions were like, baby number two, baby number two. You are listening to The Yoga Girl Podcast. Conversations from the heart. Did you know that your skin is your largest organ? It protects you and in return, you have to take care of it. 
When I'm looking for skincare products, my go-to is natural, nourishing, and harm-free. That is why I am so excited that this podcast episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, result-driven skincare line. Straight from LA, Osea puts your health and the health of our planet first. With potent skin and body care solutions that are pure, safe, and effective, Osea can help you reveal and illuminate your own natural radiance. Each product is infused with sustainably sourced organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals that create a nutrient and minimal-rich bioavailable base. This base allows products to easily absorb into the skin and effectively bring about balance while nourishing your skin. Founded and run by a family of women, every product is sustainable packaged, non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. If you're in the LA area, stop by the Osea Venice Skincare Studio and try it out for yourself. Have a personal skin consultation, enjoy a customized facial, and take advantage of their in-house expert estheticians to find the best products for you and your skin. Use Yoga Girl at the checkout for $10 off of your first purchase of $50 right now. A lot of people were asking about how, uh, like, how do we do in marriage? And if someone out there knows like how to do it in marriage, please let us know to give advice on marriage. I, I feel like... <laughs> how to do it? What do you How mean? to win in marriage? I don't know. It was like, I got like five <laughs> questions of, the, of those. <laughs> how to win? How to win? <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm full. I'm going to pee my pants right now. I feel like we are winning at marriage. What's the hardest part about marriage? There's a lot Being that's married. hard. Being <laughs> married. Do you guys see what I'm dealing with? Okay, you guys hear this, right? <laughs> like, seriously. But, like, we, we go through phases where it's so easy that we don't think about anything. Then I feel like we almost take it for granted how easy our relationship is and how easy all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. And then something will happen. Like, kind of these past weeks, we've had kind of challenging weeks. Usually it is we have, like, a hurdle, like, within the business or one of us gets overwhelmed or yeah, like we've been too busy and you haven't had enough time to move and then you get cranky or I'm feeling really stressed and then I, you know, something comes up. Yeah. But what's the, what's the hardest part about, about our marriage? You just mentioned all of it. Yeah. But from your point of view, like specifically mm. for you. I don't know. It's the same. Isn't it the same what you just said? But, like, <laughs> what I feel doesn't I, I have honestly, to be what you feel. I, but I honestly don't know how to answer that question. That's the thing. So that's why I was, telling the audience if they know yeah like the people ask us like how do we make everything work we're like uh how do you make everything work yeah let us know <laughs> can you hit us up with some <laughs> advice but we are doing really well like i feel like we have a lot of shit we're juggling i mean every single family has a lot of shit they're juggling but i yeah, <sighs> yeah i think this year specifically has been like a what the fuck kind of year we are in the midst of a lot of changes now the thing is this is also hard. I think the hard part for us is that our lives are so merged. We can't separate like our business from our marriage, our family life from our professional life. Like everything is kind of mixed. And when something happens that isn't actually relating to our relationship, but it's relating to the rest of our lives, it, it affects our relationship a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we have a big problem, like you deal with it differently than me. And then sometimes that's a source of arguments or, or yeah. something in, in our relationship. That's true. Yeah. But don't, do you think we're getting better at solving things or worse or like? Depending on the issue, I feel like we, yeah, depending on the issue, same or better. I would say not worse. <laughs> <laughs> same or better, not worse. I don't know. 
I don't know, dude. It's not it's not easy. I think something that that always helps us. Okay, this is kind of a, a realization we had yesterday. So we hadn't had a date night, like a real date night in a really long time. Like yeah. really, really long time. <laughs> Probably. Like an actual date night without, you know, anything yeah. in the way or, or whatever. And then we went and then we canceled date night like twice because I was super tight. I don't know. We just yeah. didn't go. And then yesterday and then and then you, we started the evening. And then I was like, okay, hey, let's not talk about any issues. Or business. <laughs> or business. Let's not talk about any problems. Let's just have a nice night out, drink some Aperol spritz and like enjoy. But of course, because we haven't had date night in a while, it means we have things that are unsaid, like because the day to day gets really, really busy. And then inevitably we end up talking about one of those hard things. Like it's just only business. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's lingering there and we didn't get a chance all week to like sit down in peace and like, Hey, talk about stuff. So I think something that's really important that you and I miss a lot that we need the reminder of is we need those continuous moments to be alone without distraction. And that means like no TV, no Netflix, not watching a movie, not going to the cinema, like just sitting together talking every single day. And I think when we miss that, then things get harder. Maybe. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. Dude, you're not. No, but it just sucks to, uh, to like it makes me want not want to go on date night next time because I feel like it's, it's going to be work or it's going to be like hard instead of like easy and light and loving. Yeah, it's supposed to be easy and light and loving. But that's my whole point. If we did that more, then we wouldn't have to save like hard conversations for what's supposed to be our like romantic alone time. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. If I would give anyone advice, which is me giving us the advice, <laughs> it's to to make sure to not compromise that time alone every day. And the last two weeks, we totally have. I got a good advice. Oh my God. Okay. Hit it's me. not a sarcastic one. Are you sure? Yeah. So someone told me that you have to put the relationship in it's a hierarchy. So for us, our relationship, for instance, okay, this is going to, I'm going to faint after this sentence because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really serious. But... uh <laughs> In our relationship, for instance, we came before everything. Like you and me, our relationship came before our work, our like the studio, the yoga, the like our dogs, our house, our kid. Like our relationship was the first one to come there. So that's the highest part on the hierarchy. So you have to treat that with the highest priority before everything else. Are you going to faint now? Um, I'm fainting. Dennis is out. <laughs> <laughs> no that's super beautiful and really really fucking true like what came first yeah our relationship came first like our relationship happened first and all those other things sprouted from our relationship yeah and so then, you have to treat the relationship with the highest priority with the highest priority and then i think that's easy to forget especially when you have a kid who's like becomes the highest priority of everything because like her presence takes over every part of our day like as we're recording this, I'm like, how is she sleeping right now? Like, <laughs> it just takes over everything. So if you have help, I don't know. That's been hard for us the past couple of weeks is we haven't had any help. We haven't had any, uh, yeah, no nanny or babysitter or anything to kind of offload. She hasn't been to school for two months. <laughs> like, it's yeah. been, we have to kind of take that into account too. But yeah, you are my highest priority. Okay. Remind me if you feel like ever you're, like you're not. I remind you. Okay. Let's take uh, another question. So, okay, here's a question that I think is very current in our lives. Someone is asking, Dennis, do you still want to move to Sweden? Yeah. Oh, yes. Where do you want to live? In Sweden. 
where in Sweden do you want to live? In a city. I've never. Why? I've never lived anywhere outside of Aruba. We are contemplating not moving to Sweden. Absolutely not. But we're contemplating spending like three months out, out of the year. year. Yeah. yeah, there. It's a business reason. We have our headquarters there, so there's a. We have some struggles within the business because we have a six-hour time lag for everything that we do. And yeah, it would be good for us to be more present there. I have a dream of opening a yoga studio in Stockholm. And you have friends there. And we have we have friends there. A lot of our friends there. And a family. Friend there. <laughs> a friend there. And uh, family, obviously. More and more and uh, important people are there. I think it would be really nice. I got FOMO this summer. Like fully from Sweden, like Swedish summer. Anyone who knows like Swedish summer, it's just there's something very, very special about it. And I normally never feel like I miss that or anything. But at this year, I really, really did. Yeah. I don't know. I miss. We haven't. We have been going to Sweden for summer every yeah. year. And that we haven't first... for a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time in a long time that we didn't go. Exactly. Yeah. I want to do it. I just, I don't know. I feel like we're in this moment now where the baby's two and a half. In my world, like the ballpark for when it starts to get important to go to school, like that's like when she's eight or nine. But I know legally she has to go to school. Like, well, what is it, six or seven? Uh, for legal age? I don't know. I don't mean legal, but like there's school plicked. Uh, yeah, mandatory to go to school. Mandatory school. I mandatory schooling, yeah. I, I don't know if it's from kindergarten or from grade school. Like here, if we travel, if we start traveling with her during when they're school, we need to have like a like a signed uh, paper from the from the school that she's allowed to leave. Really? Yeah. I don't like that That's like grown-up shit. Should we homeschool her? You can homeschool her and teach her yeah, all the... If you... <laughs> just think about what you just said there. <laughs> I was making a joke. Oh, man. Yeah, I think homeschooling sounds like a lot, a lot, a lot of work. But I, I do feel like we have these next couple of years as like a window before she has to commit to school and when we commit to school we commit to a country to live that's also what it is and we are not entirely sure if aruba is our long term like go to school here and stay here for another 15 years or if it may be in sweden or maybe somewhere else we've been playing around with the idea to take a long big trip maybe to go explore some other places in the world and stuff too yeah if you had a dream scenario for your life in in the next five years like an actually like full dream scenario what would that be that's a hard question i don't know yeah but think about it i'm asking you because i want you to think about yeah it. but i wouldn't be able to answer it during this podcast i think no but if you just like try to answer it right now and see what comes i like a dream scenario mm -hmm. which is not realistic is to live three months in aruba three months in sweden three months in in uh, costa rica and then three months like traveling what yeah Okay, I can do that, but, but the but two with months a base, yeah. Like we need to have a base, not like hotel room, but like actually have like a like our own little apartment with our own closet where you don't travel with everything. You just go with like a yeah, a handbag. But don't, I don't feel like that's a realistic dream. Why not? I love the idea of that. Like I really love it. I don't think we can afford that many houses. I think it's a little unsustainable to travel that much. Maybe. Maybe. But you could spend a year or two doing that for sure. I mean, you want to surf. Aruba is always going to be home. I mean, Aruba yeah. is, it is our home fully. I don't know. I feel like there's something in the air. I'm just, I'm itching for something new. 2020, we have no programs. It's our quote unquote off, mm -hmm. <laughs> off year. 
or it's supposed to be my off year. So we have like next year is a really good year to explore all these things. Yeah. And if we're going to have another baby next year is probably a good, it's a good year to start sort of maybe thinking about it at least. When do we start practicing though? I don't know. We can start right now. Hmm. Okay. We got to go practice you guys. <laughs> this is not even, I have no limit for anything that's appropriate or inappropriate with you anymore <laughs> at all at all but thank you for coming on the show you're welcome everyone you guys are so welcome to have dennis here don't forget if you guys want me to wear a tux <laughs> you gotta get on that right now come see us come see us in new york september 21st buy the book if you haven't bought the book to loveandletgo.com please 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 help support the pre-order super important i'm really hoping we can make the bestseller list it would make my life and if it does then we'll continue touring and we'll go to other places and stuff too and we have Europe coming next year. Europe. Europe. <laughs> UK, Sweden, Germany, Holland, at least for now. That's what we know. You're, okay, this is off topic. I know we're about to close this <laughs> podcast, but your great grandmother is turning 100. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Crazy, crazy. So we're going to go there to celebrate her 100th year birthday. Five generations with her and the baby. That's so yeah. cool. So we're going to be there. We're going to have some events as well. But thank you guys for listening. Hope to see you in person, to hug you, to squeeze you. If you want to get a really awkward hug from Dennis wearing a tuxedo and flip-flops. Body tab. <laughs> oh my God. All of Dennis's hugs are like, come with like an awkward tap on the back. <laughs> but um, thanks for coming on the show, babe. I Anytime. love you. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. And thank you, Dennis, for coming on the show with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yoga Girl Podcast Conversations from the Heart. You can find all of them on yogagirl.com, on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you normally get your shows. Don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, TransferWise, Bob's Red Mill, ZipRecruiter, and Osea. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.